0: Hey, Bessies! Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie.
1: Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time.
0: And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie! Hey,
1: Tay! What's, what's going on? Oh, you know. Look at us just being really cute trying to up our uh, recording games for, to post on social media. Before we get into this episode, Trace <laughs> <laughs> and I have been trying to figure out ways to grow. And it's hard. Like, it is not easy to grow on social media. No. It's and I been... hate videos that, like, I, I'm not saying that it's not possible. But, like, you watch some of these videos, it's like, hey, I in, I'm an influencer for, like you know, just what would I wear for the day? And I somehow grow 40,000 followers in a month. Like how, how? I don't know. Just make sure you post consistently at the same time every day and use five hashtags. Like there's gotta be something else that you're doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we're like, we're really consistent. We post um, twice a day on TikTok. We post once or twice a day on Instagram. Um, And I think like, especially, I mean like TikTok, has been kind of stagnant, not even just for us. I feel like just for like a lot of people, yeah. um, but Instagram, like, even like, yeah. Okay. So like I posted a reel yesterday. I know this is like first world problems, like us like complaining. For, about yes. This, first world.
1: Well, yes. Let's clear the hair um, here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I posted a reel yesterday and it did really well. Um, it, and if you haven't seen it and you've read the mile high, I'm not tuning my own horn. Like it's a really cute, like aesthetic video. So mile high and the right move. I made like a, a nice aesthetic video. And, it got like a lot of traction, but we only gained like maybe like ten. Fo- I don't even think so. Um, no, I think you're right. Ten followers, like ten Which followers, is a lot for-, for us for a day, right? That's what I was gonna say. But I see like other people like they'll gain like twenty k um, on like one video, and I'm just like, what are we doing wrong? Um, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people just think that we're ugly and stupid. So yeah. my to my putting this up
1: was like. I'm sure there's other people feeling the same way that we're well, feeling. Well, right. now, as so I was going to say, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I've seen a lot of people, especially on TikTok feeling frustrated lately because like views are down. It seems like the algorithm changed again. Like they're like, we have 40, almost 44,000 followers on TikTok right now. And like all of my videos last week didn't even break like a thousand views, yeah, which is so weird, weird because like, it should i mean they should at least be hitting like three or four thousand views just based on the amount of followers we have so it looks like tiktok's not even pushing our videos to our followers like let alone to like new Mm -hmm. followers so i don't know what's going on but i saw a bunch of people actually on booktok make videos about the same thing so
1: yeah not trying to complain here at all um because at the end of the day i think like Teresa and i's our big thing is like we're having fun doing it so It's like you care but like as long as it's fun still then who freaking cares yeah Um,
0: and we were putting a lot of like or especially early on putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to like post i think i think we were posting like six times a day when we We first started yeah i do not know how we were turning out like that much content in a week i
1: don't know either and like you and i were both in offices too so it's like we both i feel like we're running to like
0: on break to do things and get stuff done and I was on like a Saturday recording like 30 like TikToks and then just saving them in my drafts like at any given time I would have like 45 drafts like just sitting and you did like big content days yeah and it was like now I'm like I struggle to post like one a day which is fine like you know I think that a lot of people feel, like, all this pressure. Like, if I have some... If I don't have anything to say, like, then I'm just not posting a video. Um, yeah. Which I normally have a lot to say. Like, I never shut the fuck up. But...
1: <laughs> I also think, like, we're... Since it's, like, such a saturated... Market. Yeah. Like, listen with Brit put up a video about this, and, like, it resonated deep. It's, like, you don't mean to always copy what someone else is posting, but we're all... hmm We're all reading books, and we're all trying to post about them. So when you hear certain songs or... You know, like, you're not always copying what someone else is doing. However, if you no. do copy exactly, like, word for word, music, video, whatever, like, give credit. And it does, it right. she's right, like, it makes someone feel good when you're like, oh my God, like, someone was inspired by my video to do another video. Like, that's really yeah. cool.
0: I was um, going to say, like, if it's just, like, a popular sound, like, that is, like, super generic, I'll, you're going to see a lot of people. The same stuff. Doing the same thing. And that's not copying. Like, that's no. literally just, like, a very generic, like, thought. But that was, like, okay, like, when Taylor Swift, like, when Midnight's came out and the anti-hero, like, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, like, was very viral. So many people on BookTok were, like, making the same type of video. Yeah. Being, like, oh, like, about, like, spending money and, like, being on book bands and buying books. And it's, like, oh, where'd my money go? And then, like, you know, an Amazon delivery. Like, a lot yeah. of people made the same because it's it's so relatable. Yes. But, like, it's not that anybody was copying each other. No. It was just, like, a very obvious video to make. But, and like, this is like, like, this is stupid. And I hate being like, oh, somebody copied one of my videos. But um, I did make a video like a year ago. Again, this is really dumb. But um, I found like a new girl sound that like wasn't a viral sound. And I like made like a very specific video to very specific like characters and book series. And then like a little bit after I posted it, it did, it did pretty well. And then somebody who I know follows us. Did like the exact same video, and like I don't care, but like at least just be like, Oh, like saw a BFF book club do this, so it was so funny, like also did it. Yeah, um, it was literally the exact same video, and I was like, Well,
1: well, you know, it is like we're just such like a even though it's saturated, I feel like it's a very tight knit community on Book Talk, yeah. Um, and t- personally, I think we both feel this way like, what's the harm of just being kind to one another? So, hey, if I see someone you and i recorded something yesterday that i'm gonna give credit to and i post it because yeah. i liked her video segments and she she does like i don't i don't think she's from australia i think it's new zealand um i think her name is kate with like books next to it and like she does a the series like she he's a 10 but
0: um mm-hmm. obviously she
1: sounds so much cooler saying it because she got like an awesome accent but like we did she's a 10 but but like we're gonna give her credit because like of i first. saw her video and i was like oh let's just do something similar but like it's Every, it's cool. Like, we yeah. like, I feel like that's also gonna like build friendships. Like, oh my god! Like, I didn't know you followed me and like you like my videos. Like, that's how I take it. That's <laughs> like, how I take cool. it too. Yeah,
0: I never, <laughs> I never get mad like about things like that at all. Like, I mean, if it's very blatant and it's somebody that like I'm like we know each other, I know you liked my video and then you just made the exact same and it's like it's not generic. It's like very specific. I'm like just like tag. Just like a tag would be nice like yeah because we all like we all get inspired by like other people like yeah i don't know sometimes like you see a like a quote on book talk and it like you pick up that book you're like oh my god i have to read it you buy the book you love it and then you like do a similar video like reusing that quote you're not copying your or whatever but like when things are like super specific just you know say hey girl hey
1: girl hey hey girl saw you sorry for the seven minute tangent (laughs) (laughs) but just like I think it's just to be more relatable like I think we all want to do well when you're if you're taking the time to record something and post something you want it to do okay yeah especially when like you're kind of proud of it and then it's like oh like reach no one cool (laughs) let me think of something else but yeah that's what we've been I just try to like figure out the algorithm and I'm like, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> Honestly, like I not to beat myself up over it. I cannot figure it out. And at this point I just do not care. I'm with you. Um, but we are actually here to talk about love theoretically by Allie Hazel. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, Ignore me. and I, I assume I my phone, I was going to say, I assume that most people, know who Allie Hazelwood is but in case you don't she's also the author of The Love Hypothesis and Love on the Brain which we actually did last year a Love on the Brain episode. Yes. Um, Sorry, and it I would say that if I was ranking these books it would be like they would go in order from like least to best. So like okay. Love yeah, Hypothesis being like my least favorite then Love on the Brain then Love Theoretically uh, being like the absolute best. Like I think I gave Love on the Brain a five. And then obviously I give, like, Love Theoretically a five. But, like, I love Love Theoretically so much more that I almost yes. want to be like, okay, Love Hypothesis was like a four. Love on the Brain was like a four or five. And, like, Love Theoretically is a five star. Yes, I agree. Well, good. I'm glad. Um, but yeah, Love Theoretically. So it's about Elsie and Jack. Um, and she, it's like funny because she starts out, she's like part of a company that, um, she like goes on fake dates with people, so she is like fake dating Jack's brother. And the first time like, Jack meets her, he's like obsessed with her, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but she's like dating my brother, so he like kind of hates her because he wants her, and he like, and he would never do that to his brother. Him and his brother are really close. Um, but when she's on these fake dates, she lies about what she does and like who she is. She kind of just like. Molds herself to the situation yes. as needed. So he thinks that she's a librarian. So it turns out that she is um, being interviewed for this open position at MIT because obviously she's a STEM girly. If you've never read an Allie Hazelwood book, they all are surrounding or, like surrounded around women in STEM. Um, and she goes to this like preliminary like dinner before the interviews really get started, and she meets this man. Well, she knows that she's meeting Jonathan Smith Turner, and he is like the like enemy of all theoretical physicists, right? That's what she does, yes. yes. And um, when he was like 17, he wrote this paper and had it published. Um, and based so he's okay, wait. So he's what, what an what do they call it? Like what? Sorry. I'm like so bad at science. What kind of physicist is he? He's an
1: experimental. Experimental. experimental right? a theoretical. Theoretic. Yeah.
0: yeah. Theoretical. Okay. So like I, again, I'm not a girl in STEM. I'm like science dumb. Um, so like theoretical physicists kind of like come up with like ideas and then the experimental physicists, like they actually, like put the, yeah, they put the theory like to work and see if it can actually be like accomplished. So they should be working in tandem, but apparently there is, like, a very big, like, um, rivalry between the two sides. Yes. And he is, like, very – he's, like, the enemy of the theor- – the – the – Theoretical. I'm just, thank you. <laughs> it's a word that I am going to be saying a lot during this next hour, and I should be able to say it. Anyway, um, long story short, they start out as enemies – Then he thinks that she's been, like, he thinks that she's been lying to his brother. He, like, there's, like, all these, like, things. She's, like, I can't tell you. She kind of, like, leaves it up, like, when you talk to your brother, he will explain everything. But, like, I'm not going to tell his story. Because the reason why his brother hires her is that he is just, like, asexual. um, And he hasn't, like, come out to his family about that yet. So she's, like, I'm not going to, like, whatever. Um, She ends up not getting the initial job at MIT, but... Um, it works out because that is the night that Jack tells her that he wants to see her nude um, and do bad things to her, <laughs> and then they fall in love, which is just so crazy. I didn't see it coming. Not not a mile away. And she gets, she does get a really good job at MIT um, with George, who is a girl, and like they kind of hint at it yes. in the beginning. Like she's like, oh, like blah blah, like Georgina, and then she's like, oh well, like the other like interviewee must be is this George. man George. And I'm like, no, no, that's, there's not that, the coincidence that there's a Georgina and a man, I'm like, George is Georgina. And the that was- The reason
1: why I caught on to that, because yeah. again, we you know I suck at catching on to clues. I have an aunt named Georgina and we call her Aunt George. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I read right into
0: that one. I so far I was like, Yes. <laughs> I was just like, there's no way that that's a coincidence. No. Um, Another thing that I love about books, and I've said this a lot, I've said this all the time, is like, I always pick up on like little Taylor Swift things in books. And I have a few tabs where I was like, oh, this is Taylor Swift ish. But then at the end of the book, it says, some people pair wine with cheese. I pair Taylor Swift songs with chapters of my book. And I was like, wow, because like some of the chapters, I was like, this is giving me like anti-hero, like this is giving me mirror like this is giving whatever. And then I got to the end and I saw the, like all the songs that she paired with the different chapters. And I was like, oh my God, yes, I was right. And if you're a Taylor Swift fan, then I'm a fan of you. So Ally Hazelwood, forever five stars in my eyes now. You know what I
1: like, I like that she wrote Elsie Okay, so when you think of STEM and like what these people have PhDs, like you're talking about first off, brilliant individuals. Yeah. And you're talking about what I think a lot of people perceive as an area of science that generates like a larger income. Mm hmm. However, women in science probably for the most part make less than men. Yeah. So there's that. And then just like Elsie, like, here she is with this P, pe- and there's nothing wrong with being an adjunct professor. So I'm not like saying this, but like
0: she they just don't pe- they make shit
1: money. They make shit money. So like and she unfortunately was being guided by her mentor, which like again in science, you kind of need someone to help you like gauge which direction to go, what you should be doing, what areas yeah. of research should you be getting into, like things like that. And like she was just given incorrect information because of this one guy's ego. Like he she he couldn't allow a female to be better than him. And unfortunately, that was Elsie's mother, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Jack's mother. Jack's mother. Okay. So it, it, it just, like, resonated deep with me when, like, she does all these side things. Like, so she's basically an adjunct professor at, like, multiple schools. Yeah. She's fake dating for extra income to pay off her student loans. And I'm like, yeah, like, any fucking science degree? Like... Like you have, like there is no just bachelor's degree and then you're done. Like no. it's a bachelor's, it's a master. Sometimes it's you know a doctor in other different areas. Like maybe it's multiple master programs. Like PhDs take forever. A lot of time you have to use your own money to like fund things. So like it's not cheap by any means. So it's just like no. you're a girl, no the girl with fucking shit tons of student debt to pay off. But um, I just liked that. Like, it, but again, too, like, and I think that was cool for like, George, like the position that Elsie was interviewing for it was under false pretenses because they essentially had someone already lined up and the woman that was wanting Elsie to get it just kind of kept pushing for it which is awesome but also like just sucky but I am glad another female got it and it wasn't a male
0: same and like Jack tells Elsie a few times that like like he's like he says like he thinks that she's brilliant and that she deserves this role but he's like but it's go he's like you're not gonna get it like it's predetermined basically who it's going to go to and like the interview is like just preliminary and i think monica is the name of the scientist that is pushing for elsie to get it and she really really likes elsie but i think like from i know like even just working in like a business setting sometimes like they have to post the role even though they know who they're going to give it to but they like hr purposes they have to like legally post it and like let other people apply and like i've had managers be like i like if i've applied and showed interest so like okay we already have someone in mind but we would still love to see you interview to like get a better feel of who you are because if something else opens up then like you're top of like our like list and like top of like you know
1: yeah you're being transparent but i do think there is a good substance of like why you'd make someone else interview. Like, but if anything too, like, even if they were like, Hey, we don't have anything open, just like you're saying, there's, there's a position that we could think of maybe in the future for you. But I think it's also good practice back on you as a person as well. Like interviewing yeah. is not easy.
0: Um, no, but like Elsie really like, didn't know that like, this was like no a idea. foregone conclusion.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So she like was like really thought and like, she really like put so much time effort into it. And really thought that she was going to get it because she was like, I'm crushing this. And Jack was like, he didn't, like, he, like, kind of kept hinting at it, but she was like, he's just saying this because he hates me. Yes. Um, Yeah. There is this quote I just want to really read really quick because I feel like it just kind of, like, explains Elsie so perfectly. And she says, um, and this was, like, the first, like, literally this is page four, and I wrote... um, Everyone is a miracle mirror ball girly, which like I picked up on the Taylor Swift themes immediately. I just want to say that, uh, but she <laughs> says I'd give everyone the me they wanted, needed, craved, and in exchange, then they'd care about me. So like she's constantly like trying to be the person that everybody in her life wants her to be. So like she's different. She's like a different person for her mom. She's like a different person for her roommate. And when she's doing these interviews, she like turns on a different part of her personality. But like, for whatever reason, like Jack is the only person that she can't figure out. She's like, I don't know who he wants me to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, she just is her authentic self with him because she's like, I can't tell if he likes me when I'm mad and I can't tell if he likes me when I act this way or this way. So she just is like constantly just being herself around him. And he is like so smitten by it he also calls her out all the time when she lies by omission which i fucking love yeah like he knows her like on like a deep personal level um yes. yeah she goes i find that people like me better if they don't have to expend emotional energy on me um and she's like that's why i didn't swim at the smith labor day party like because she um so she's a diabetic um and she has um the pod, the pod. yeah so She, she like hides the diet. I mean, again, like she's fake dating this boy. Like she doesn't need to tell him that she's diabetic, but most people in her life besides like her parents and her roommate don't know because she thinks that if people find out then like they're either going to like in a science setting, like not want to have her there because um, you know, she might be sick or like she might need to take like time out to like, you know, change her pod. She also working as an adjunct doesn't have healthcare. So she has like a, like a pod that like sometimes just doesn't work. I diabetes medicine in general, like insulin is so expensive. Yes. Um, But like, it's sad. Like she tries to just be like whatever everybody else needs from her. And she's like, yeah, I mean, people like me better if they don't have to like expend this like emotional energy on me. And that's like such like a sad way to live. Yes.
1: But it's like, I think we can all say, I think most of us, maybe not all, can say that we people please to a point. Like, I definitely people please a bit more, at, like my work setting, because like, of
0: course, it's yeah, my job. Everybody, like, I want to, yeah.
1: yeah, I want to do well, but like, and I think there's certain. No, I'm not gonna say there's certain people I people please to because I don't do that, but that's just who I am. Like, I, uh, but I also think it kind of out resalt- like, goes back to me having more like anxiety issues, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and being an introvert, so I just tend to like i know who i can share and not share a ton with that i learned that the hard way instead of being like so forthcoming so i wouldn't call it by lie by omission it's just like i know certain people i can like divulge all to and like only divulge surface level stuff to. um but I, I i do like that she just can't control herself with jack like it's kind of like a floodgates are open and here i am but then he yeah. catches her trying to mold to other people and he'll like call her out on it um i will say like it is especially like i get maybe by lying by omission to some people but i think like to your best friend like i would never lie by omission to you like if you can't accept me at who i am then like then we're not be best friends like and that's cool like
0: sometimes it's not
1: meant to be um but that just goes to show what kind of a great friend she does have as a roommate because she doesn't like she's upset but like she doesn't care she's like okay moving on like
0: yeah, like with and her don't roommate, be like that. right? Yeah, like with her roommate, she's like lying about the types of mo- like. Okay, so Elsie loves Twilight. Like she yes. like is a huge Twilight fan. She like she's like I love everything that is like kind of like corny and like teenage and the complete opposite of like what people think I should like being like a woman in STEM basically. And her roommate likes all these like indie like flicks and like whatever. And Elsie pretends to like them because she wants her roommate to like. Yeah like her and she wants to have something in common with her and then at the end she finally tells her roommate like I fucking hate these movies and her roommate is like I mean rude that you lied to me for the past few years yeah. but I mean like I'll watch Twilight with you I guess <laughs> like but that's like the kind of friends that you need like I mean there are sometimes like you're out with people and like they're acquaintances so yeah like you are in your like true authentic, authentic self and like you might adjust for the situation but the people who are closest to you should just, like, accept you for who you are. And Agreed. Elsie, I think, learns that throughout, like, the yeah. book, obviously.
1: Um I also really like just how Allie writes quirky mm-hmm. characters. Like, but she makes, okay, so, like, we're talking stems. Like, I know a lot of the stuff might go over some people's heads in terms of, like, science, but I don't think she makes it too far-fetched. Like, I don't think anything is, like, too hard to kind of
0: grasp, per se, no, because um, I'm a dumb-dumb when it comes to science, and, like, I understand.
1: Yeah, like, but I, I think that takes, like, some seriously f- fucking insane skill to do that. But I like that she how she writes these women who are geniuses that are quirky, but mm-hmm. that are so relatable. Yes. Like, if you aren't a science girly, you could still relate.
0: And I have to say it, because I had a huge issue with the fashion... <laughs> And love on the brain. I was like this. I understand she's a scientist and she's like so weird and quirky. But like B's fashion and love on the brain made my skin crawl. I mean, I'm saying this in my like double XL Ed Sheeran concert tea. Like I'm not one to talk. I'm also sitting home. I'm not going out. But the fashion and love on the brain like made me queasy. And I just have to say that. Allie obviously listens to the podcast because (laughs) Elsie wore normal clothes. Like she wore like sweaters and jeans and like sweater dresses. I was a little like weirded out by like her, like wearing like stocking, like thigh high stockings all the time. But like, whatever, I understand. She's like a teacher. I don't know. She probably put stuff. It's cold. I'm like picturing like nude colored stockings and I'm like, no, like 20 something, like late 20 year old girls like wearing like nude colored stockings. I don't think. Um, so I'm just going to assume that they were black, and now and and so I have no complaints over the fashion choices.
1: I mean, I wear black stockings in the winter sometimes. Oh no, say no, all but, the. I'm yeah. saying
0: yeah, blacks, but like nude-colored stockings, I haven't worn since I've been in like elementary school.
1: I haven't worn nude-colored stockings since I was in dance recitals.
0: Right. Yeah. So I they don't dis- <laughs> they don't say the color of the stockings. So I'm we're going to make the assumption that they're. Black. I'm just going to say black. They're black. And Black with, like, a cute sweater dress, like, going to, like, teach science. Great. Perfect. Love it.
1: Knock your socks off.
0: Um, Jack has, like, some very cute moments. So first... Oh, he's delicious. Because obviously, like, he sees her changing who she is to be, like, the... To be the person that she thinks that everyone else wants her to be. Mm-hmm. And he gets nervous. He's like... He, he not nervous i wouldn't say but he's like are you who are you are you changing yourself around me too is that why like i want you he kind of stops himself from saying it but he's like is that why i want this girl so much because she's like reading me and like becoming the person she thinks that i want her to be and then he realizes that like that's not the case that she changes for everyone else but him and she even like says sometimes like well, he says to her, not everybody else wants you to be someone else. And I definitely wouldn't want you to be George. And she says, why is that? And he said, it would be a waste. And she's like, a waste of what? And then he says, you. Because mm. he likes her for who he, she is. He
1: he has some really good quotes for that. And like another one was, "Um, have you ever consider that maybe you're already the way I want you to be? That maybe there are no signals because nothing needs to be changed. Like mm-hmm. she, she looks for Like you're saying, like she searches yeah. for like, what can I change to? And like. I like that, like, she, th- like, Allie writes him this way, like, he helps her gain the confidence to keep being what's needed for herself, like, not for anybody else. And it's true, like, if you're going to find a partner in life, they should take you as is, not as, like, yeah, what you, like, what they think you need to be.
0: Yes. I'm also just, like, a suck, like, I'm not a suck. I don't love instant love in books, but I love... When, like, the, when you find out, like, that the man, like, from the beginning has just been so smitten, but, that's like, paper. hasn't acted like it. So, at one point, he's, like, kind of, like, going over, like, you know, everything with her. He's, like, that's when I realize that I'm a piece of shit um, because she's good for my brother, but I'm relieved that their relationship might not go anywhere. And I'd love to lie to myself and come up with a valid excuse, but it's the truth. It's because I'm a shithead. It's because I want her for myself. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, and I really, um, and I really, really want to, well, I'll spare you the graphic details. I'm sure you can imagine. Cause he starts talking about like the things that he would like, like to do with her.
1: Hmm. And he's like,
0: I'm not going to go into details, but I'm sure you can imagine. And, um, I wish he went into graphic details, which we, I mean, Allie Hazelwood does always give like a little bit of spice. This one had a lot more spice and I like it. More. I was going to say, it's definitely more, um, but like, I feel like you could even take the spice out of these books and like, they're so good. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm craving it because like, I love the characters, but mm-hmm. if they were fade to black scenes, I still would enjoy these stories. I agree. Like, these uh, aren't books that I'm reading because of the spice. They're books that correct. I'm reading because I like the plot and I like the characters. The spice is just like an added bonus. Yes.
1: Um. I'm I'm. a personal fan of, uh, you could be my entire world. He whispers in my ear before moving to mm-hmm. my collarbone. If you let me. I stroke his hair. I think I, I think will. I think I will. i'm sorry what are you uh what are you sorry for because i'm never gonna let you go
0: i know wait okay so also in the beginning when he still like technically like hates her or like he thinks he's like she's lying to his brother it's like the first time that they realize it's when they're at the dinner like at the restaurant and she's like (laughs) she's like jack is jonathan smith turner and he's like you're a fucking librarian she's like (laughs) i've been dating your brother but i can't tell you um (laughs) She like gets up to go to the bathroom. And he follows her. Cause he's like, I got to confront this little bitch. nugget. <laughs> yeah. Jack would never use the term bitch. So I'm not yeah. going to put words of this out, but he pulls her into the men's room and then they hear people coming. So they go into a stall together and he like puts her on the toilet. um, So that no one will see her feet, obviously. And two of the other um, scientists from MIT who are on the interview committee, are in there, and they, like, make a comment. I actually tabbed it, because, like, it, I, it really pissed me off. They say, um, you know, her, like, her resume is really good, her two-dimensional liquid crystal theories are really good. Um, one of them says, like, I remember reading her paper last year, I was really impressed, I had no idea she was that junior, right? Makes you wonder how much of it is her mentor. So they're already discrediting her, because yeah. she's a woman. Being like, oh, she, she didn't come up with this on her own, it was obviously her mentor. Yeah. And then they go, she's young and beautiful, which means that she'll get pregnant in a couple of years, and then we're going to have to teach her courses for her. And then a few chapters later, um, she's at MIT and she's supposed to be getting a tour from both of these guys or one of the guys. And um, she finds out that they're no longer on the search committee, but like, kind of like lets it go. And like you know that Jack obviously was in the bathroom, he overheard them, and then he went And told on them, so they would be off the, like, the interview committee or whatever. And um, that's a real man. Yeah, that is. It, well, it, again, like, it it gets kind of, it's sad, but it's true.
1: And I think that's a lot of different areas of any job industry. Like, even the one I was in, like, sports. Like, Mm -hmm. I can understand that there's probably conversations if, like, certain people are applying to certain job positions in the sport world, because it's true we're going to go on maternity leave and we're some, not all women like, and people are going to have babies and they're going to need time off and stuff like that. Or even when they're pregnant, they're not going to be able to be able to like, like when I worked in Myrtle beach high school, the head AT at the time, she was pregnant my first year. So like at a certain point, she wasn't going to cover certain games and like go travel five hours to a school. Like when you're eight months pregnant, you're not doing that kind of crap or like running out into certain fields, like go do things like you need someone else to do that for you. But like, so I'm sure there's other industries and other people, unfortunately, in positions that talk about these things. And, like, it's a sad but true statement.
0: Yeah, no, it really is. Um, I mean, like, I feel like – I mean, I think it ha- – it def- not, I think. It definitely happens more with women in STEM mm-hmm. positions because um, it's a mostly male-dominated yeah. area. Um, but it happens in business, too. Like, I had, like, a coworker once. So, like, I was, like, applying for a new role, and he was like – um he's like oh well you're gonna get it because you're a female and they're really like pushing for like you know more females being hired, blah blah blah. and I was like okay like so now you're discrediting like yeah all the work that I've done just because like oh like you'll get it because you're a female like yeah "Mm, how about you shut the fuck up I actually
1: when I first got out of grad school was going to apply for I applied to a position at a school in New Jersey to be their athletic trainer and I'll never forget their HR called me and she was asking me like you know do you mind if I ask you how old you are which like you can't but i was like it's a woman like whatever i was like well 25 and she's like oh okay she's like i just want to let you know our other at um is retiring because she's in her mid-30s so she's only been in the industry for like maybe like seven eight years and because of like the hours she had to work and like all this stuff like she never got to see like her family and i'm like thank you (laughs) like okay like cool for the heads up but like this was like an older woman telling me all this. Like I I appreciate like heads up, but like it but it's a true statement, but it's also yeah. like would you have done this to a guy? No. There was a woman doing that to me. So it's like what the fuck? <laughs> like let me do what I want to do.
0: Yeah. No, dream job. Like
1: back off. Like you have no idea. It's so I mean, annoying. It is annoying. I keep you being know, it's also like this weird wave in my hair.
0: Wow, so annoying. Go <laughs> Go flat iron it. Yeah. Um uh there's also so I didn't realize it when I picked the book up. It wasn't until we got the cameo that I was like, "Oh, Jack is Adam's roommate in the love uh, not roommate. Adam's friend in the life love hypothesis. He goes and he stays with Jack." I remember like specifically the air mattress like Adam complaining about it in Love Hypothesis, unless I'm just like making this up in my head, but I'm pretty sure. No, then, I'm at all
1: from Love Hypothesis. There's a
0: cameo. Yeah, well, yeah, and then so um, when after okay, so after Elsie finds out that she didn't get the the job, um, so there's like a big misunderstanding, whatever, and she ends up sleeping at Jack's, and Jack's like, "I'll sleep on the couch, you take my bed." Um, He's like, I have a guest room with an air mattress, but um, my friend Adam, when he stayed here, complained about it. And I was like, oh! And then Adam and Olive make, like, a real cameo and, like, they're kind of become friends. And at the end, um, Elsie's roommate, like, mentions her friend B is going to be in town. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, it's cute that there's, like, little cameos, but when she's, like, sleeping up in his room, she opens... He tells her, he's like, you can, like, look through my shit, basically. And, um... She, like, looks through his uh, nightstand. She, like, opens the drawer. And, like, all that's in there is this, like, picture. So she goes, in the beginning of the story, she's at um, their grandmother, who is so funny. I love the grandmother. Um, She's at her birthday party. And, like, somebody, one of the cousins is, like, taking Polaroids. And it's, like, a blurry photo of, like, a bunch of the cousins. And she's, like, looking straight at the camera and Jack's just, like, looking at her. And he kept it. And it's just, like, cute. I love that. I love the
1: um, scene with the grandma, too, where they went to go visit.
0: Yeah. The grandma so funny. Yes. And she says, okay, not another Taylor Swift thing, but she, in the beginning... She goes, a coupon for a mud bath. Lovely. It'll feel like practice for when I'm lowered into the grave and you all fight over my money. (laughs) And next to what I wrote, Siri, play anti-hero by Taylor Swift. Because, like, the whole part where she's like, my daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left her in the will. And the whole, like, the grandma is like, I'm not leaving my money to anybody. Like, you're all fucking losers. She wants to leave it to Jack. And she's like, but I can't because Jack will feel bad. And he'll just, like, split it up amongst everyone in the family and, like, they don't deserve it. So she, like, threatens, like, she's like, I'm going to leave it to, like, I don't know. Like, she's just, like, random people or, like, donate it all because everyone, like, her, like, daughter-in-laws and her kids are just, like, all assholes. Jack's, like, Jack and his brother are the only, like, decent ones. Um, And I love it.
1: I also, like, um, I like that, like, I'm, like, with you, like, I don't really... Instalove is not my favorite, but I do like that you find out he was smitten from the beginning. Yeah. That kind of stuff I do enjoy. I love the tension and the banter. Yeah. The emails from her students are probably, like, one of my, like, favorite aspects of They're this. They're very, very funny.
0: <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> very funny.
1: <laughs> They're terrific. Um, the grumpy sunshine aspect as well. Like, that's a just something that I enjoy as well in mm-hmm. a book. There is a lot... To me, like, a slow burn is everything. Like, I like a build-up. I was going
0: to literally say, like, the first time, like, they really do anything is, like, page, page, like, 280. Yeah. They're having a... He buys a Twilight DVD box set for her so that they can watch it together. It's so cute. And he finds out that she's, like, pretty inexperienced when it comes to guys. Um, Yes. So he doesn't want to, like, rush things. And he doesn't want her to feel like she has to, like... He doesn't want to rush things with her in general because of, like, you know, whatever. But he he knows how she, like, tries to be what people, like, want from her. So he's, like, I'm just going to read it. He goes, I'm not going to fuck you, but, God, I could. Because she keeps being, like, I think she, like, is putting pressure on herself, too, in a lot of ways. He, like, you know, makes her come. And she's like, okay, like, I guess I have to. And he's like, no, like, it's about you. Like, don't worry about me. Like, I'm here to take care of you. And I'm like, let's Yeah, get- you know,
1: it want to like reciprocate in the moment. Like, you can, you can just go right. just
0: <laughs> Doesn't, wait, I, at one point, she, sorry. I thought this was funny. So he's like, he's hard and uh, whatever. And she looks at him. She goes, doesn't it get in the way? And then she's like, it's a mortifying question that I want to air for myself out of a plane of existence the second it's out of my mouth. <laughs> But Jack's not listening. His eyes are moving rapidly all over my body. Because, like, he, I think, like, they, like, masturbate in front of each other. Or she asks him to, like, jerk off in front of her. And I just thought it was so funny. She was just, like, staring at, like, his dick. I was like, doesn't that thing get in the way? And the minute she says it, she's like, oh, fuck. It's like, I can't believe I actually said that. <laughs> like, just, like, the verbal diarrhea, which, like, we've all done and said things. Um, Just, like, another Jack quote. She goes, I don't want to be work. I don't want you to feel that I'm work. And he goes, somewhere along the way, your wires got crossed. Your brain decided that you're not worth people's time and effort. And that if you ask for anything, they won't just say no. They'll also leave you. That's not how love works, Elsie. But don't worry. For now, I'll show you. So cute.
1: I know. I like the um, not to kill anyone's buzz, but I'm starting to suspect that life might not always turn out the way you want, which is like, just again, like a Mm -hmm. humble truth. Like It's not always rainbows
0: and sunshines. I know. I love it. They have really cute banter. Like I keep, we keep reading like the like cute little quotes, but like they back and forth is funny. Um, they do get into like, I like it too. Like they get into this like fight at the end and she like asks him for space. And I think it's like two weeks and like, she ignores his phone calls and then he kind of like stops reaching out. But when she does see him again, he's just like, Oh, Hey, like, all right. And she's, worried and he's like we didn't break up we just like had to fight you asked for space i listened like i heard what you were saying and i gave you the space that you wanted but like we're not he's like we're not broken up um yeah which i like that because i feel like so many times one like a third act breakup i don't hate them if like i understand where they're coming from this yeah. would have like i feel like it was in character for her to react that way it would have been out of character for jack to be like oh we're done then um and also i just think like Sometimes like a third act breakup just isn't necessary. No. Like there was an issue that they had to overcome, but it was like very on par with the story. And it had to do with the um with the article that Jack wrote. You find out that her mentor um was also Jack's mom's mentor and he basically like took credit for his mom's work and like kind of like forced her like out of um out of like like the theoretical physicist department or whatever, she ended up dying. So like, basically, what he was doing to Elsie too, he was like kind of like keeping her down because she he didn't want her to like overshadow him.
1: Well, like you find out that Elsie was trying to get other jobs, and he kept saying like no, no, no. Oh, no. I've reached out to all these contacts, and I'm they like, don't want you. And then you find you. out, yeah. And then like you find yeah, you find out that like that was so far from the truth.
0: Yes. Um and um so you find out that that's like Jack's vendetta was against this man the whole time. And he never said anything to Elsie because he didn't want like his opinion of this man to like, if he really was being helpful to Elsie, then like, he was like, I don't like that's my own vendetta, whatever. But her whole thing was like, okay, like you wrote this article against him, but you did a lot of damage to like the whole, like theoretical physicist as a whole. So like come out now And, like, people look up to you and they look up to your opinion. So, like, now's your time to, like, fix it. And he does, which is great. Um, And that kind of, like, you know, then she accepts the job at MIT and, like, everything is, like, wonderful and, like, lovely and, like, they're in love. But I have to say this because I forgot about this part. So they have sex. And she says um i'm wet with his okay sorry i'm wet with his cum and my own slick and he draws fast beautiful circles around my clip blah blah blah. i shut my eyes tight come in strong ways when i do he pushes inside me again something delicious to clench around something beautiful and grounding and then we fall asleep like that i think that um wherever it is that we're going me whatever but they they fall asleep after having sex they fall asleep i guess he's still inside of her and, like, the, and then, like, the next chapter is, like, oh, like, when I wake up, the sun is high in the sky. You're going to get a UTI. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Come on, science people. Know the shit. <laughs> I, like, I literally wrote, kids, please remember to pee after sex. <laughs> like, that is, like, you're asking for, like, yes. asking for a UTI. Asking yes. for, like, a bacterial infection. Yes. <laughs> You can hang out for a little bit, but all night,
1: all night is very uncalled for. You're like you said, you're asking to have to go to the doctor, and you don't have health insurance. So, like, how are you gonna get that antibiotic? Be I mean, right, Elsie. <laughs> <The LC. laughs>
0: I was like, oh no, this is this is the wrong way to do it. <laughs> like, we know you're an experience, but know this: <laughs> our one takeaway. <laughs> I've educational purposes, if I ever give this book away, I hope someone's reading it and like, oh, look, look at oh, all these like cute like little like underlines and like little hearts. And then they get to that and they're like, that's the reminder I needed to always pee after sex.
1: <laughs> it's just the little things.
0: It is just the little things. Um she's also always like thinking that he's trying to kill her. Like as a first it's like serious. She's like, I think he's trying to kill me. And then it's like kind of a joke, and he um He asks her like if if, like he can learn how like I guess she like uses um, her pod or how like I guess she changes the, I don't know, the medicine out or whatever it is. And she goes, why would you? And she goes, oh, God, you want to put high fructose corn syrup in my insulin. Wait, was this a long con to murder me? And he's like, I'm starting to be partial to the way you bypass all rational explanations for everything I say and dash straight to me being an unhinged serial killer. It's amazing. Oh, she also says that being with him feels like coming home. And I'm not even gonna read it, but there's like a whole like section basically when he um it's page 377. Um and she's like, I hate how you always get under my skin. And he's like, You don't think you're under mine? And like she can't fathom that someone like him would like really be like he like she just i think she still like doesn't get it how he can like really like like her for who she is because like she's never felt like she's ever been good enough for anybody um and so he like goes on and on he's like i want you all the time i think about you all the time i'm distracted i'm bad at work my first instinct the very first time i saw you was to run away because i knew that if we'd start doing this we would never stop um i dream of crazy things i want to marry you um he goes I want to marry you tomorrow so you can go on my health insurance I want to lock you in my room for a couple of weeks I want to buy you groceries based on what you like I want to play it cool like I'm attracted to you and not obsessed out of my mind but that's not where I'm at not at all and I need you to keep us in check I need you to keep pace because whatever is going on I'm here and I'm already like yeah I'm here I'm already here basically like he's like I love you and then at the end in the epilogue they get married and it's wonderful I love it it. it's wonderful <sighs> I have no notes. Five stars. Five stars. Like, very Definitely easy five stars. Definitely the best of
1: the, the story.
0: Yeah, the best Allie Hazelwood book that I've read so far. Same. Um, I was like under the impression that, like, the love series, like Love Hypothesis, Love on the Brain, Love Theoretically, like, that this was like the last one. But I just feel like we're going to get Cece. Yeah, like her friend. And Kirk. There yeah. There's nothing on Goodreads because I already looked at, remember she's writing oh, her right. next book coming out was like a YA, YA STEM, like high school, like lovers type thing. But there's just like a lot of emphasis on her friend who's also doing the fake dating thing. And this man, Kirk, and Kirk is a scientist. And Cece, I believe is like an English teacher or an English professor. She, I'm obviously forgetting, but she's something in like, I think she's like, something in like the English field. Um, but then she starts working for Kirk. I don't know, but I just feel like there was a lot of emphasis put on those two. So I feel like at, we might be getting a spinoff of them. I would love okay. to learn r- more about who this Kirk man is. Same. I hope that that's not his real name. I just can't get behind a man like, and be like, Oh yeah, Kirk, Kirk give it to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a mouthful. K's are tar- hard. Just, I mean, like, I, I say that
0: as like my husband's name being Gil. So
1: Gilbert, it's a Gilbert. lot. It's a, that's a mouthful too.
0: <laughs> but Kirk, I don't know the double K it's throwing me off.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a lot. A lot to unpack right there.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, next week spilling the tea. Then we're doing lady of darkness, which I promise I will read this. Uh, what's today's Monday. I will read it. I'll start it probably over the weekend. That's um, I do too. because well, okay. I was going to say I know that you wanted me to read it first to warn you I'll read it well, faster no than what, you anyway yeah exactly you're going to
1: surpass <laughs> me no matter what
0: Um, so yeah so spilling the tea next week then Lady of Darkness then another spilling the tea and then it's then it'll be August guys and honestly like where's the I'm summer my, going
1: no idea I'm paler than the fucking wall next to me it's I know insane. I think I'm
0: actually it's actually sunny out so I think that I'm going to hang up when we like log off Um, take my book outside I think I'm going to start Actually I'm not, I think. I am gonna start The Kingmaker by Kennedy Ryan. So um the second book in that duet, The Rebel King, just came out. And I heard that the like that it's a great duology, but you have to read them like both at the same time because the Kingmaker, like I think like the way it ends, like people like hate it or like didn't like love it, but then they read Rebel King. They're like, Oh, when you read them together, it's like perfect. So I bought them both yesterday.
1: Do keep us informed. I'm actually, um, so I finished *Rootbound*, which was amazing. Yeah. And I've I've come to realize that I really like country, western, cowboy romances. So I'm on a hunt. Um, and I'm jumping into series like midway, like they're interconnected series. Like mm-hmm. normally I'd be like, you know what, fuck it. I'll read books one through whatever just to get to like the book that I want to read. I'm like, you know what? No. So I actually downloaded this one book. I've never read anything by Ann Malcolm, but it had really good ratings on Goodreads. Okay. It's called Resonance of Stars. It's in the Greenstone Security. It's book five. So I was like, I'm not reading the first four. Um, If you
0: love that one, you can go back. Then I can go back. Exactly. I did that with a hockey romance series. I like started with like book four, I think it was. And I was like, oh, I like it. And then I went back and I actually liked the first three way more. There you go. So it worked out.
1: It worked out um but i think he's he's a bodyguard but he has a his family's from montana and she's a superstar so i'm like really kind of curious to see how I this like goes that. um i hope it's good like i said it had a good rating so
0: to if be, you want to a very quick cute like read it's all fade to black it's not spicy but like you'll probably read it in like a day um when in rome by sarah adams which i think mm-hmm. you've actually bought for me um she's She's like a big, like time, like music star, oh, and right. she kind of just like needs to get away, and she like goes to the town. And anyway, like this, like small town, like Baker. Oh, love it. Yeah, it's so it's like actually it's really really cute, and I think it's like two hundred and like thirty pages.
1: Oh, I love a shorty. Sometimes
0: same. I actually have one right here. Um, it's not small town, but it's um same time next summer. It's like. Two. It says it's two hundred eighty-eight pages, but this is. There no. This is like it's so it's so tiny, um, and it's like a second chance. Like I think childhood friends to lovers. Okay. So I'm gonna. I think I need to be like at the beach when I read that one. But. I'm
1: feeling that for you.
0: I have my little stack of July hopefuls down here, but um, yeah, that's where I'm at now. You go, girl. You go, girl. Anything Anything else? else? No. All right, well then, (laughs) I got nothing else. You know how to sign us off. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub dot book club one at gmail.com
1: we appreciate your support
0: see you fuckers